0: You're listening to two guys talking wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Andre, I'm I'm thrilled as always when we have somebody in the studio, but you're not in this studio. She's actually here. Um, Andre, are you there? I always I, like to check if you're there. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Not talking to myself.
1: I'm here. I, I actually I love the fact that we are doing a follow up, and it's a follow up on one of my favorite subjects, and it is your Achilles
0: heel. Yeah, I've been itching it all day, knowing this was coming. And uh, so, well, the last time we spoke to her, she was in the middle of a field getting ready for a concert, if I'm not mistaken. And after the interview came out, she said, I, what did you say exactly? I sound like I'm in a bubble, in a bubble. or underwater. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, you know what? Let's get her right into the studio and have her, have her talk uh, right to us. And, I think it's... and I'm talking none other than Stacy Mulholland. Mulholland, right? Mulholland. Do I, Mulholland. Yeah. Just rolls just off the tongue. Out there. From you want to give us your your my full pedigree your full pedigree my full this pedigree
2: time. I have the pleasure this year of being the chair of the seventh annual I four C and I'll spell it out because it needs the acronym International Cool Climate Chardonnay Celebration.
0: She's looking off a cheat sheet. By I the
2: way. am not, I, but I should be because sometimes I forget the most important part, which is the Chardonnay. <laughs> and then my full-time job is I have the pleasure of managing Jackson Triggs and Enescalin. There you go.
1: Well, there you go. Thanks. Andre,
0: since this is your uh, baby, yeah. Uh, let's let's have you get the first question.
1: Well, yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, this is our first sort of wrap-up of, of I4C, but it was so great to get a chance to attend the uh, Friday night. So um, I guess, how did the events go this year?
2: They went really well, incredibly well attended, um, for the most part completely sold out, which was fabulous. Um, and then the weather cooperated as well. As you know, as an event person, uh, anytime you're you're at the mercy of the weather and 900 people eating al fresco, it's a bit of a nail biter.
0: Does that mean without clothes on?
2: Mean to the cover. So oh, you, yeah. you could go a little further with the interpretation. Theoretically, sure. yes. Okay.
0: Michael, you're you're very quiet at that end. Well,
1: it's hard to know where where things are going. I mean, you guys have like a spread in front of you. What are you guys drinking right now? I'm guessing oh, chardonnay. Oh yes. Well,
0: that's the thing because um, when Stacy walked in, I said, "What would you like to drink?" And you know it's it's hot outside. One of the one of those rare sunny days in Niagara this year, and I said, "Rosé or Chardonnay?" And uh, Stacy said,
2: "What makes sense? Chardonnay."
0: Chardonnay it was. So believe it or not, I had some, uh, and we are going with the Malavoir 2015 Forgotten Rose Chardonnay. Oh, that's a good bottle.
2: It's delicious, Andre.
0: Oh, thank you! Thank you for rubbing that <laughs> in.
2: It's a really, really beautiful wine. Do you
0: notice when anybody from Inis is, they like to rub in what they're drinking in front of you? Yeah,
1: I definitely do. Don't don't think that it isn't uh, already noted. So
2: I think it's in our training.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <'Cause>,
1: uh, <laughs> Donald
0: did the exact same thing.
1: You know what? I'm just going to give a, a quick review of the uh, of the Friday night event, which uh, I was fortunate enough to attend. And I know I said it on, on social media, but I'm putting this on the record that this was straight up um, the best wine event that I attended. Whether you had a love of Chardonnay or not, just in terms of logistics, uh, I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't overly crowded. But uh, I think the real feather in the cap for the organizers this year was how the food was handled, because I've been to so many wine events where the food almost feels like an, an afterthought or it's just a little plate set to the side. The portions are small and there was none of that this year at, at I4C. The um, There was enough food vendors, the portion sizes were large enough, and it was very reasonably priced given the caliber of the chefs. So uh, I'm telling everyone right now that for next year, make sure you put it on your calendar to go to the Friday night of Friday night event. Hopefully it's hosted at the, uh, the airport again, but wherever it is, I can guarantee that it's definitely going to be a highlight of your summer.
2: That's incredibly kind. Yeah, yeah. The flights of Chardonnay is the name of the event aptly named after the airport. So I think we're, we're tied to that event for a little bit.
0: I, I was looking for the names of the restaurants that were there. There were mm-hmm. five of them. And do you remember what they are?
2: I do. So Garrison House and Zest were represented by Anthony Greco and David Watt. Uh, We had Andrew McLeod from Bleat. We had Titan Vine, of course, a perennial awesomeness. Um, And now you got me blanking. I believe the College was there, if I'm not mistaken, as well.
0: Andre, do you remember? Does she she have it right? I know you were waiting
2: for a bell to go off. I always. uh,
0: (laughs) I've got um, no bell sound sound effects effects. Uh, stations, so.
1: I mean, it was great to have have bullet there, and it's it's so great to have that restaurant open up in in Niagara. But I think the real highlight, and I can't remember who was cooking it, was the lobster grilled
0: cheese. Oh, the lobster grilled cheese with, tied vine. Oh, that was outstanding. That so was, was, was the perch. Whoever did the perch, they were the ones who were outside. And
1: I think that was Garrison the, 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 the hanger
0: proper. They had that was good.
2: zest and uh, Garrison House. Okay.
0: So that was excellent as well. So yeah, I would agree with you. Andre. the food, was was wonderful. Um. Uh, uh, I was just finished writing an article uh, today on Chardonnay, believe it or not, on the I4C. So it's it's quite interesting that we are we are talking about it today. Um, and I guess I should ask Stacy this question: Is I4C meant to teach me anything about Chardonnay, not just the school of cool, but mm-hmm. after the school of cool? Is it meant to teach me stuff about Chardonnay, or is it meant to just I've got to be a Chardonnay fan when I walk in the door?
2: No, I think a little bit of both. As I said to you when we spoke last time, there's so many different varieties of Chardonnays in terms of stylistically. Um, really, the hope is to have our guests and in, in to really share with you that we can compete. Our Chardonnays can compete with different Chardonnays from around the world, and that these other wineries, international wineries, are now paying for themselves to come to be a part of this program. So really just a prideful, we make some pretty good stuff.
0: Yes, I understand that Ontario makes great stuff, so I, I know that, but one of the things I learned, and Andre, if you want to pipe in, did you try a lot of the stuff from uh, California and, say, Australia?
1: I did try the California and the Australia uh, Chardonnay. I mean, sort of across the board, I feel like people people were, were were highlighting what's great about Chardonnay. I mean, even in terms of the Californians. um because when you say California Chardonnay, even at a cool climate Chardonnay event, you kind of immediately get a picture in your head of these like massive, buttery, you know, generally high alcohol wines that sort of taste a certain way. And there really wasn't any of that at, at I4C. It was a lot of really well-balanced wines. So for I think for a lot of people, it's kind of a, a reacquaintance with, with uh, California or with Australia, places that might be better known as a warm climate growing region.
0: See, that's where I argue with you. I thought that California and Australia, and this is my opinion, came off as California on Australia. What surprised the heck out of me was some of the other countries that were there that you don't expect Chardonnay to come from, like Uruguay. How the heck does Uruguay become cool climate Chardonnay? But what a wonderful Chardonnay that was.
1: I actually didn't get a chance to taste that one, but for me it was uh, Austria, Austrian Chardonnay that was... That was interesting, because I know we don't see too, too many Austrian mi- wines work their way uh, through the shelves of the LCBO.
0: And the other one for me was Spain. Mm-hmm. Jean-Leon was, like, that was a lovely Chardonnay. And I don't think of Spain for Chardonnay. I don't think of Chile for Chardonnay. Uh, I don't think of uh, a lot of the countries, that well, some of the countries that were there for Chardonnay. But obviously, um, you know, places like Burgundy were there. And, you know, uh, Domaine La Roche had a beautiful Chardonnay um, Austria, as you mentioned, you know, but I think of these places because they're very cool climate, mm-hmm. uh, but places like Chile, Uruguay, uh, I don't think, was Argentina there this year?
2: No, but we did have um, two producers from Quebec and two producers from Nova Scotia. Other yeah. places you probably wouldn't. No, no I know, and
0: that's, uh, and that's, that's talk, yeah, uh, that's kind uh, of taken. Uh, I know, the, Andre, yeah. you're going to want to blow the horn of Quebec and Nova Scotia, but I think they really showed well.
1: You know, I think that it was one thing that was really um, impressive at the event, and I don't know if it was just maybe a little bit of uh, residual pride left over from the 150th birthday of Canada. But I really felt that the Canadian wines from literally now from coast to coast showed exceptionally well, were very interesting Um and I think, if anything, really well-priced as well. Definitely things to look forward to. And hopefully we'll see some of these Quebecois wines and a little bit more Nova Scotian wines working their way to the LCBO.
0: So I was going to ask Stacy if if she had uh, some favorites. Did you get a chance to ch- taste much
2: wine during the event? We were running around a little bit, trying to make sure everybody was happy there. But I did try um, Hidden Bench. which is a beautiful Chardonnay, of course. Yep. Um, and then I did have a, an opportunity to try the... I'm trying to recall now the Argentinian, not the Argentinian wine, the Quebec wine, and got to meet one of the winemakers from Nova Scotia, oh, yeah. which I just got back.
0: Okay, from Nova
2: Scotia two oh, days my. ago, so it was kind of cool. All right.
0: So it was it Benjamin Bridge or was it uh, Wolfville and Lightfoot? Wolfville. Light... What? What? Is... Quick, everybody check their notes. What's the name of that winery? Because <laughs> I always, I always mess that up. Andre. Wolfville and Lightfoot. Is it was it Wolf? So I got to go with the W's for that one. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, sorry. It's I'm. I'm actually both. It's Lightfoot and Wolfville.
0: There you go. See? There you go. I was going to the L's because I knew there was an L in there somewhere. The, the
1: winery is in Wolfville, Nova Scotia.
0: Yeah. I, I thought they were wonderful. I, I tried their Ancien and I thought that was wonderful. And actually, um, uh, many months ago, they were nice enough to send a bottle for a Chardonnay tasting I was doing and uh, blew us all out of the water because I always invite some friends over were uh, those large tastings
1: yeah there's definitely something interesting starting to to percolate in uh, in nova
0: scotia so stacy um this was the fifth seventh sixth, seventh seventh, seventh, seventh. God, Wait, way to pay attention find... pinkus <laughs> well you know i4c is never on my radar it, it doesn't really make my radar until the email comes in and says are you going to i4c and i go oh yeah there's that thing.
2: But did you like the event,
0: Michael? I love that flight, uh, as Andre said. The flight of Chardonnay's was absolutely wonderful. Uh, the food was fantastic. Uh, I did like that there was only one wine per table. I know Andre probably would have preferred more.
1: No, I was actually thrilled with the one wine uh, per table as as well. And um, like I know that some of the more the higher tier. And I say that pinkies up, uh, wines were poured the the following night, but it was a really impressive event and it was something that, um, you don't need to be like, it's, it's, it was really approachable from someone who is maybe just a wine lover, but not someone who would consider themselves a a snob. And I say that with air quotes, Boy, I got to stop using expressions that are visual. Eh, Michael?
0: Yeah, you do really have to stop doing that. Uh, I'm glad that nobody knows you You don't wear any pants when uh, when we do these either.
1: No, I only wear pants sometimes when we're doing this, but uh, I'll let the uh, fine listeners guess which times I'm wearing pants.
0: <laughs> that, that is uh, the new thing on the Facebook page. Guess whether Andre wore pants this time. So, uh, but uh, the reason I asked you about whether mm-hmm. it's a learning thing or whether I have to love Chardonnay when I come there, uh, I am well known as an ABCer. Uh, I probably, if, if Andre and I compared notes, Andre would probably wax poetic a lot more about some of the wines than I would. Uh, some of them I thought were very good. Some of them I thought were, you know, typical Chardonnay and not, you know, everything I, I'd want. So that's why I want to know whether I was supposed to learn something or whether I was supposed to come in as a, as a lover already.
2: Well, I think there's a lot you can take away from it. Absolutely, you can learn stylistically about Chardonnay. and about the the wonderful countries around the world that make it in a cool climate. Um, The Friday program, School of Cool, is really intended for that high, I'm using air quotes now, Andre Geek, Wine Geek. Look at you two. And then Friday night was intentional. We wanted it to be incredibly approachable, a really fun event that you got to experience these great restaurants and really enjoy some wicked cool Chardonnays.
0: So for other wineries that are listening in, let's say, Mm -hmm. now how do you get involved, first of all? Because I'm thinking Uruguay. And I'm going. When when somebody came up to me and said, "Have you tried the Uruguay Grand Uruguayan?" Yeah, Uruguayan, Andre. Is that right? How the hell
1: should I know? I've never oh,
0: been to right. Uruguay. Much the
2: Chardonnay I thought, from Uruguay.
0: I thought I thought you were a uh, you know a fact checker at our radio station, but forget that noise. Um, but I'm thinking Uruguay. That doesn't sound cool climate to me. Mm-hmm. So how does how does somebody approach the I4C and say, you know, we would like to get involved, and, and you go, oh oh, no, no, you are a warm climate and we will not accept you? Or how does that work?
2: Yep, so there's a membership committee that helps vet that through. It's a limited number of wineries that we want to participate because we don't want it to become this trade tasting. Um and really, it's word, word of mouth. So we're getting a lot of referrals through some of the distributors and through some of the on-premise licenses um, to really highlight, hey, have you heard about this really cool wine? We really think it would be a great fit. And we have wineries themselves that have heard about the program. Uh, Wines of Chablis, for example, wants to come on board and talk about sponsorship next year. Oh, really? mm. So it's it's really gaining a bit bit of momentum from a um, from a reputation perspective. So it's a little bit of both.
0: So, so at the seven-year mark, how yeah. many wineries did you have
2: in? We had 59 wineries participating
0: and what is is going to be the high watermark for
2: yeah Yeah, i mean at this point we're hoping for 50 50 split between ontario and the rest of the world and and we're there we've almost got a perfect balance i think we're 29 from ontario and the balance from everywhere else and that ebbs and flows of course we've got wineries that take a year off and we've got wineries and founding members that want to be a consistent participant in the program
0: so are we going to see the i4c say look 100 wineries is going to be it when we finally you know hit that 10, 12, 15 year mark, or is it going to continue to to grow as an event and sooner or later just encompass 200, 300 wineries?
2: I don't see that being the case having said that. I mean, it's a consumer event and those will be decisions that are made on a year-by-year basis, but the original intent of the program was to keep it exclusive and keep it unique and this little pearl of an event that you can go to and celebrate all things Chardonnay throughout the course of the weekend.
1: So we're now a couple weeks out from... uh like from the event for this year, do you, uh, does the committee, do you guys take a little bit of time off or are you already hard at work for next year? And do you have any uh, sneak peek nuggets you could give us?
2: We've got a post next Wednesday. I think we all took vacation immediately following the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> took a collective breath. Um, but no, definitely we've got a debrief. Um, it's an event with a lot of moving parts. So we want to examine and make sure that we're on point for years to come. So we really take a, a deep breath and be as constructive about the program as possible. So I, I can already see that we'll probably have a couple of tweaks for next year that we're already talking about. Um, but I, we've made the commitment to continue this program until 2020.
0: Wow. How long do you, how long do you remain the chair?
2: I'm thinking another year. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking another year. Is it something
0: you get voted into, or do you kind of volunteer, because, or do you get voluntold?
2: I think this particular one, is, as pleased as I am to be a part of it, I was the only one that didn't step back.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not not fast enough, anyway.
2: No, but it, it's a perfect fit for me. I love Chardonnay. I love events in our region, and I think we've got some really unique spots to do them in. Um, so for me, it was a natural fit, because unlike you, I am very much a Chardonnay fan.
1: Well, and that's great. We've got another uh, three years to get Michael to finally rip up that uh, outdated, archaic card that he's got in his wallet, so... We'll, yeah, uh...
0: I don't think it's as archaic and outdated as you think. I, I know people who are much more staunchly ABC than I am. I just know what I like in Chardonnay, and I, and I stay ABC because uh, I don't see movement from certain places. How about that? As if we I,
2: enjoy this gorgeous one. As, yes.
0: Uh, the, actually, the Forgotten Row is probably one of my favorite Chardonnays in Ontario this year. Uh I think I gave it either four and a half or four and a half plus stars. It is, uh, it is. This is a gorgeous bottle. Wow, uh, Chardonnay. How much does that one cost? This one is, I believe, thirty-five. I could be wrong.
2: And I think with that, we should cheers, Andre.
0: Oh yeah, cheers, <laughs> Andre. Sorry you didn't come for this one. There you go, buddy.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure I've got some Chardonnay kicking around here somewhere. Oh, look, I've got some 16-mile, and oh, look, I've got some Bachelder here. I think I might go have my own party, and I don't have to share it with anyone. Well,
0: <laughs> more, fun, more fun with a friend, Andre. You know what? I was trying to figure out today how long I've known Stacy, and I have no idea.
2: Um, probably 12 years.
0: Wow. That's a what long did, time. When did you join, uh, Je- well, was it in, in a skill that you were always yeah. there with? Yeah. Uh, and that was 12 years ago. Just over 12. Years. So it would be 12 because I've been doing this for 15 years. There so. you go. And um, Andre, any other questions? Nope. Uh, not just about I4C, about anything else? I like think
1: to- I think on this note, we can say that uh, next year we'll make sure that we get a chance to talk to uh, Stacey a little bit uh, further ahead of the next I4C to really give a, a preview of what's going on. Uh, because like no one, no one is paying me to say this. It's absolutely unsolicited like the um the friday night event this year was just outstanding and i'm already counting the days until next year so uh thank you very much i think stacy just wrote that down on on the piece of paper (laughs) andre well that's
2: awesome thank you so much for that feedback
1: no problem and um yeah thank you very much for for joining us on the podcast for a second time Mm -hmm. wait does it mean stacy's our
0: first repeat guest no it's she's not she's our first repeat guest from ontario right that's right. We have a guy who uh actually has a standing invite. I can't remember his name. He's from Clonakilla. David Rice. And he, uh, that's right. And he's been back uh he's been back twice and he's already I think right on the podcast he said he's coming back a third time with a bottle of Chardonnay for you, Andre.
1: But we uh yes, that's correct. That's absolutely correct. He's gonna be our yes. first three peat. Yeah,
0: he's gonna th- he want he already wants to three peat it. So it's a triple threat. And so uh, and you've already invited Stacey for a third time, so yes. Okay. Alrighty
1: then. Well, remember, you can subscribe to this podcast uh, on iTunes, uh, tell a friend, tell a family, tell uh, random strangers. I would uh, really appreciate that. And um, you can uh, follow me on all social media at Andre Wine Review and uh, AndreWineReview.ca is my website. Um, Michael?
0: Tell your lover, tell your brother, tell your mother, tell everybody that we're uh, not all drinking Chardonnay. But, uh, but you that, should be. Uh, Two thirds of us on this one we're drinking anyway. Uh, I guess I was having some too, wasn't I? And I drank throughout the thing, and I kept going back to the glass. So. Yeah. I, that's
2: why I'm a witness.
0: Yeah, damn it all. Anyway, I'm Michael Pincus from michaelpincuswinerview.com. You can follow me uh, on the Grape Guy or Michael MichaelPincusWineReview. That's where you can find me. Good night. Andre, are you gonna you gonna set a tagline, or you want me to scream it out one more time?
1: I already said it. Good Bye. night.